Welcome. You're listening to the Consensus State Change Podcast, an interview series inspired by the emerging decentralization phenomenon. Adrian Shamans, thank you for joining me on the State Change Podcast. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Would you mind giving me a bit of a background about yourself and how you got started at Consensus? Okay, so I've been studying uh, mathematics and physics for for two to three years in the in an engineering environment in France. Then I I've completed a master in financial uh, engineering, and I got passionate about the blockchain about three years ago, and Ethereum is share the vision uh, I have the same vision that the Ethereum community and I want to build decentralized, decentralized app so yeah so uh, you work on the stablecoin project here and I mean I'm not sure that it's formally named yet or it, it seems to be in its infancy but at the same time you have some you have some pretty clear ideas about what you want to do could you share what those are exactly so the project will be named stable so Stable will issue stable tokens on the Ethereum blockchain. That means that we're going to create tokens that keeps a stable value. Like let's say that we, we, we will create, for instance, a USD stable tokens that at any time will, will be valued at one USD. So the aim is to fight the volatility of the price of Ether and allowing uh, dApps to, to broaden their audience by by pricing their services in USD or Euros or things like that. So how do you go about establishing a stable token? Okay, so there are two main ways to create stable tokens. So there is a way is to put collaterals that backs these stable coins. So basically someone deposits a collateral amount that will make sure that at any time you have the value that you say you have. So Let's say that um, you want to issue one USD coin. You would need to back. You you would need to block an amount of value. So in Ether, in Bitcoin, or in any asset that will back this one USD value. So you need at at any time to have more collaterals than the value of your token. This is one of the model to create that. So with collateral, it's it's robust because you, at any time, you know that you have the value needed to back your stablecoins. Another way is to to think about the stable market as a supply and demand world market. So in that case, you have a target, right? You want your token to be valued at one USD at any time. So you create a market of, of USD tokens, and uh, whenever so whenever the supply is higher than the demand, that means that the the price of your token will decrease, so it will be less than $1, right? So in that case, you would buy back the tokens to make sure that the price will go up and will fit the one USD requirements. And if the supply, if the demand is, is higher than the supply, then you would issue new tokens. And is in this kind of models, uh, it's kind of creating a, an autonomous 
central bank and there is a really known uh, model that is called the seniorage share models and in this model you have shareholders of this autonomous central bank so people are investing in in this in this thing that issue and buy back stablecoins or you have collaterals that back each of your stablecoins or you have a whole central bank or something like that that manage the supply and the demand so that your token at, at any time is worse when you receive. And so all of this effectively has to be automated. Yeah. So we want it to we want in the Ethereum community you want to we want to create a token like that that is fully decentralized. So we we are building this on top of the Ethereum blockchain. So it's all of this is ruled by smart contracts and so for the maker is doing the the kind of autonomous central bank and here at stable we are taking a collateral model that is simple so yeah so the collateral model that's easy to understand because you just know that each token is backed by a certain multi a certain multiple of its uh, of its value in, in collateral exactly but and there and there's a, a problem that i think there's a problem that I think is inherent to that, and that is if you're going to do it using uh, crypto assets, you, you have the volatility risk. You're, you're using an inherently volatile uh, collateral. And while that is easy to understand and it's simple and it avoids the risk of these unforeseen consequences of a complex central banking setup, and also while crypto really has these double collapses right you don't you don't often have this situation where the market um, goes along and then the bottom drops out of it and then drops out of it again usually you do it's followed by a rise exactly but with ether recently we had the catastrophic hack of the dow which caused the price to plummet and then with the emergence of etc and all of the uh, the confusing and and, and hostile PR that came with that, the price actually lost two-thirds of its value. Ether lost two-thirds of its value. So it would seem to me that you would have to consider that to be not an outlying event, but an event that we may have, that you would have to expect to happen in the future regarding the collateral. Exactly. Uh, of course. Of course, we, we need to expect any case, and the case, any stable model should should know that the underlying assets like ether uh, price could be divided by 10 and we know we need to be prepared to that so the model is really simple it's a collateral based model so this means that for each stablecoin we need collateral blocks right so we will not create an unlimited supply of stablecoins but um but a limited uh, supply of it and we want dApp developers to benefit from dApps to benefit from these stablecoins and not traders or or entities that want to hedge against uh, currency risk right so let me t tell you about the vision for stable so stable we want to help dApps to attack global markets you know a lot of crowdfunding tools exist let's say kickstarter or or Indiegogo or anything, and and now on the Ethereum on on Ethereum we are building some better tools 
better crowdfunding tools like um, YFund that is a crowdfunding tool or Etheron that is a crowd lending tool. And these tools are often cheaper and more secure and better than the than the current players, but they have a, a huge problem is that the loans and the crowdfunding campaigns are done in cryptocurrencies. And so they kind of break the user experience uh, because now if your grandmother or if your uncle wants to to crowdfund a project or to raise funds with crowdfunding, he doesn't expect to take currency risk or he doesn't he doesn't want to know about cryptocurrency or things like that. And what we do at Stable is allowing this kind of dApps, Etheron or Wi-Fi, to store and manage USD value within within their contracts. Okay, so you're actually storing the, the value within their... Uh, is, this, is this value that is redeemable for US dollars directly? Or? Yeah. So basically, how, how you can integrate Stable right now in your dApp is... Uh, you get a stable contract, and in it, uh, there are collaterals that makes that enables you to create, let's say, 10k USD tokens, right? And so, you adapt. You have this contract that you order on stable, and with a real simple API, you can use it in your contract to convert at any time when you want. You can convert Ether into USD tokens, or USD tokens back into into Ether. So let's say that you create a crowdfunding campaign and that your goal is to reach it is to get not 500 ether but $500 you would still receive ether but as soon as you receive ether it will be converted into USD and so the value will be stored in USD and not in ether so with this you just avoid uh, the currency risk of ether against USD or ether in uh, against euros and so now today you can have your account in your browser with MetaMask. MetaMask integrates the Coinbase thing that allows you to buy 10 USD worth of Ether in one click. So the flow would be, I'm on the Etheron website. I want to spend to give $10 to a company. I go to MetaMask. I With my credit card, I buy 10 USD worth of Ether. I don't know how much Ether it is. I don't care. I just have 10 USD worth of Ether. I send this 10 USD worth of Ether to Etheron. And Etheron will transform this 10 USD worth of Ether into 10 USD stablecoins. And then three months later, when the campaign is done, uh, the receiver will get back an amount. Denominated in Ether. Oh, it, it will be received in Ether. Yeah, but MetaMask, and I, ho I, I think that it is the current trend we are trying to make the ether and usd exchanges more easy more seamless so i think that currently you can with coinbase uh, withdraw ether to your paypal account directly so it would be at the beginning a user buys 10 usd worth of ether and maybe he wouldn't even know that there is ether or something like that it was just put his credit card, use 10 USD into MetaMask, send it to the crowdfunding campaign, and three months later, the receiver of the funds will just get back into MetaMask or Coinbase 
he will see 10k USD and he will just have to click withdraw, withdraw and it will send this amount of money into his PayPal account. Through Coinbase? Through Coinbase, yeah. So really, this is a this is a way of building out because you know we think of these things as as the way we've seen them in the past, right? Like I mean, I think of um, I think of BitShares and yep. um, and uh, new 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 bits, yep. and um, what was the other one? Um, uh, and Maker, yeah. And I you know, and we think of these things as oh, it's a new currency or Tether, you know, Tether's another yeah, one. Tether too, yeah. But in fact, what you're talking about is a service for pre- preserving value exactly. that fits into an existing framework of services to make the whole experience of using Ether uh, more, more seamless, more user-friendly, and removes the volatility. I mean, it depends. You, you can Stablecoins are really interesting for two main things, for financial institutions or people that are trying to hedge their that are trying to have a crypto token that is worth a stable amount of USD. So let's say you are a trader and you don't want to use your bank account, but you want to hold USD value, you would love to have a Tether token or thing like that. And in this, these users want to know about that. They want to, they want to know that they have a USD stable token. But I think that in the case of dApps, where users are your grandma or anything, uh, they don't care. They don't want to know that they are using a stable token. They don't want to know about Ether, about Bitcoin, about anything. They just want to see that this dApp is like this Ether loan is better than Lending Club because it's more transparent, because it's cheaper and you can pay it with USD. And they don't care about the technology behind it. So that's why we think that for this use, stablecoins don't need to be explicit, but could be hidden in the dApps itself. So actually, we are a tool for dApps to hedge their currency risk in their contracts. Because currently, if you are using smart contracts, Ethereum smart contracts, the only way to store value is to have Ether in it. And we want to enable to have USD in it. So that's why we have taken the collateral model that is pretty simple and that don't give access to unlimited supply of stablecoin because what we want to do right now is to start integrating stable into other dApps and to grow adoption with this and as we grow we will make the model more and more complex and we don't want to start like with the DAO with a huge thing really complicated. We want to start small, understand better how it can be used, and then improve it to something more like a senior age model or thing like that, what Maker wants to do. So I think that the approaches are completely different between Maker and us. They want to build a, a fully liquid and with unlimited supply of stablecoins for anybody and most probably it will be used by traders and by hedging funds and things like that. And then it could be used in dApps of course, but our approach is more to create something for dApps and then as we grow we can, because you have to know that seniorage models compared to collateral model is much more scalable, but it's 
much weaker at low scale. Okay. So we want to start with uh, something that works at low scale, collateral model. And as adoption grows, we want to move to a model that is much more scalable and that is robust at large scale. So that's why we are taking a simple model. We want to understand better stablecoins, integrate it into dApps, and then as it grows, we will eventually uh, issue liquid and unlimited in supply stablecoins. So the vision is quite the same with Maker, but we are more focused on dApps, and I think that they are more focused on the token that can be easily transferable and things like that. So how exactly does the collateral work? What is actually backing the token? And even though it's a vi- an invisible token, what is backing the, va- the yeah, USD value? And, 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 how is it, uh, and how is it stored? So currently we have a, so we have a huge contract that store a lot of collaterals, right? And these collaterals can't be used by anyone because it is a limited supply again. So how it would work is I, I'm Etherlon, I want to have stablecoin for my DAP. I would purchase a license for stablecoins, and by doing so, it would take some collaterals from the huge contract and create a stable contract only, only for me, and with an API uh, included in my Etherlon smart contract, I would control this contract. So basically, there is a huge pool of collaterals. I, oh, I purchase a license for a contract that will be funded with some of these collaterals. And I will control this contract. So when I mean controlling is converting Ether into stablecoins and withdrawing stablecoins for Ether, thanks to an API in my smart contract. So you have a, and that's why it's robust too because you know that you have access to a contract that is funded with collaterals for, a, for a, um, a period of time. So let's say I'm Ethelon, I will create a six-month campaign, then I will order a license for six months for stablecoins. And so for, for these six months, I, I'm sure that I have blocked collaterals and that even if some other bugs are discovered in the way we are creating this table contract and things like that, my contract will not be influenced by that. So I have a stable contract that is mine and I have access to everything on it and I know everything on it and it is really simple and robust. And so with this contract, I, I can create stablecoin whenever I need. So as soon as I receive Ether for a campaign, I turn it into USD and I store this USD value. And so what's the multiplier? Yeah, the multiplier is three right now. So in case of the ether price is divided by three, then uh, our model is at risk, right? So for now, as soon as uh, the price goes down and puts the system at risk, every stablecoin is withdrawn. So Um, the way we manage this case right now is that whenever we know that the system is at risk, we withdraw every stablecoin so if you have right now, if you have in a risky situation 10k USD tokens, we know that the danger is coming. You will get, you will get back 10k USD worth of ether, and at that time you can do whatever you want with it. So this is how we manage the, this risky situation for now. 
but we are aiming at we are currently developing a way to create insurances and to create a way for collateral to put more collaterals in it so this is a work in progress I, I would say but for now the easiest way was to withdraw every stablecoins to be sure that there is not a lack of value. I so, see. So to liquidate the thing. Yeah, liquidate. And in the API, you have a way to control this case. So there is like a, an event that is trapped. The, the system is at risk. You've been withdrawn all your stablecoins. And so in the contract, you can control this case. So when you are Ethereum, you use stablecoins. You, you use the API to control USD stablecoins. And you say, if the system is at failure, and in this case, I will be withdrawn, uh, my stablecoin will be withdrawn. In this case, I'm stopped thinking in USD, but I'm thinking in Ether again. Cool. Because that's the point at which you want to remove yourself from that system. Yep. And switch to Ether, which you then have more options to control. Exactly. So, cool. Yeah. That's, uh, that sounds awesome, man. This is going to be great. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, I'm looking forward to being in DevCon and showing you that. <laughs> awesome. Hey, good stuff. Thank you. Thanks for listening to State Change. Check out consensusmedia.net for more.